0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Ambitious Art Students. I am your host, Ambrose. So today, since this is my first episode doing it, I'm just going to take you through the general structure that I'd like to have for this podcast and what I will have, actually, what I will have for this podcast. So I'm planning on having a guest weekly whom I am going to introduce and be like, this is blah 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 blah. They do blah 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 blah. And now, this is what they do blah 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 blah. I want to show you they have this coming up, they've got that coming up. I'm having an interview with them where you guys can answer, ask them questions. A, hey, what do you like this? Where'd you get that? Where's your inspiration come from? Um, how do you work? How do you learn? What do you think other people would like to learn from you? What advice can you give to others? As well as just general anecdotal cool experiences with them in a conversational tone. And then we would have like a separate section for questions with people. And it would just be all chill. you just be talking about it like, yeah. So I had this art piece that I did. Or I had this um, drawing that I did. This sewing project that I did. When I talk about art, I mean that in a very broad sense. Anything I think you could argue is art. We're not going to get into that conversation today, but we might eventually. (laughs) But yeah, that's the plan. To illustrate my podcast thoughts and how I want it to run, I thought that there'd be no way better than to interview myself. I don't have anyone to interview at the moment that's actually the reason so without further ado, i have the pleasure of introducing you guys to ambrose for ambrose apparel ladies and gentlemen oh thank you thank you thank you so much ambrose for having me on the show i'm so honored to be the yeah. very first guest on ambitious well, art students it's, it's such oh an honor really man, so i know that you have a couple man, of this uh, projects going on and i know that you're currently studying a bachelor of design arts majoring in fashion costume design with a minor in graphic and digital design. I've seen some of your work, it's quite quality. I was just wondering if you could get more into that and tell me about your processes and your thoughts, where you drive your inspiration from, and like, because my audience wants to get to know you better, um, a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, of course, it's nice to meet you by the way. <laughs> anyway, I'm just another guy, you know, that's me. Uh when you're talking about who I am, I would just like to say that I'm someone who's, who got lucky. I was very lucky because I had so many people in my life who kind of inspired me to do whatever I wanted to do, but do it well. Um, I have this mindset where dreams are achievable, and I want to reflect that in my designs. I'm just lucky to have people that inspire me, and I aspire to inspire. You know, I wanted to ask you a few questions, actually. Um, where do you get your inspiration from? There's this one suit that you've made, I think it was in your year 12 graduation year. It was black and red that has become sort of an icon of your design. And I really want to know how that kind of happened and just in general, like how you come up with ideas, how you work. Oh, thanks, Ambrose. That suit um, design actually... <laughs> It's funny. Um, my A. T. A. was not very good in year 12 because that was literally all that I was working on. Like every single day, if I wasn't sewing after school, I was sewing at school or I was working on my folio. And when I wasn't working on my folio, I was trying to do some late minute study for assignments and sacks that I ended up doing really badly on and thought I could have been working on my portfolio. <laughs> so that kind of suit was very inspired actually by Latin dance. I just kind of have this thing for like um, the whole Latin culture, the um, dance styles like salsa and bachata and I really enjoy that energy that it gave off and how much fun it looked like. And I was kind of very in awe of that and I wanted to capture that. I wanted something to make before I left high school to be like, boom, there he is, escaping into the real world. This man can actually do something. So my suit was very much just a exploration of ideas and exploring what could be possible when designing. And ever since then, I've kind of had like my eyes open to what I can do. So recently in university, I've been learning how to make things from scratch instead of buying the kind of pieces, the pattern pieces to create something. I make the pattern pieces now. I kind of I'm learning the flow of fabric, and I'm learning how colors work on people and adjust to the body. When it comes to my designs, it's not like I'm trying to make another printing brand where I get plain hoodies from like Gildan or AS Color and like just print my logo on it. I'm actually trying to create things that have real character and depth to it. Something that you know has been handmade And something that you know has been handmade for you has a certain quality to it that you don't get anywhere else. Because the reason I made things for myself at first was because I knew what went into it. I knew the amount of work and character that went into it. And I would be able to show that off. I'd be like, guys, this suit. I made this suit, this jacket. I made this jacket. I made these pants. I made this shirt. It's not just clothing anymore it's part of who i am you know that whole identity thing like i really like (laughs) capturing identity identity is a huge thing when it comes to my creative work i think it's a lot of people everyone kind of tries to capture their creativity and artwork by expressing their identity through their work thanks for that ambrose that's actually super interesting (laughs) Uh but you know um i was also thinking like You said that art kind of just comes from who you are as a person and you're trying to express that, right? Is there ever a point where you feel like it becomes a bit superficial? You could always argue that art is very superficial and a bit... What's the word when you're extremely, like, biased to yourself? A bit, uh, like, uh, I don't know, selfish, I guess. It's like, you can make this argument forever that... When you're expressing your art, it's not like something that actually matters. It's just, hey, I wanted to be different. Hey, I wanted to show this off. But when we you look at art in terms of simply creative arts like painting, uh, drawing, and other things that involve visual mediums, you forget the art that comes from physical activities. I've actually been recently getting into like rollerblading roller skating, any sort of activity that you do that has some sort of um, levels of skill to it, which is basically everything I think you could consider an art. I don't look at it as in a vacuum as a way of being like, this is how I express myself. I, this is um like my drawing that I've been perfecting. This is the design that is going to be hip for the next two days. You know, <laughs> I don't even know what that was about, but it's like, it's a it's way of life. So in this podcast that I am making called ambitious art students, wait, <laughs> that, that I'm interviewing myself on, which is a bit funny, I'm trying to encapsulate life in the title of art and how everyone kind of has their own journeys and how they go from point A to point B and and the reason I have students as well is because everyone is a student. You're constantly learning. And I don't wanna ever forget learning. A big tip of advice for people coming from this young nineteen year old that is me is to never be too proud to take advice. Like sometimes I was like, yo, I already know everything, man. Like I'm already good. I'm good. I know things. You you don't have to tell me that. You can come to me for advice. But then you I realize I'm A bit young. I don't know everything. And there's a lot I have to learn. And even from my peers who, like, some might think I'm more skilled than, I still ask for help. It's not about who's more skilled right now. It's just about progressing further. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Worry about yourself. And to anyone who's older asking for advice from younger people, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think one of, this is a bit off topic, but in high school, one of the things I hate about high school is you're surrounded by people your own age who have like the exact same like mindset ideals and like you guys learn the same education and the same things the conversations can only get so exciting about current affairs you don't get to learn about the whole world which is why i think people love traveling because when you're in high school you're very much under this bubble of the people in high school the you guys experience the same culture you're kind of the same because you grew up in the same Similar environment, but when you talk to people of other environment, you see the world so big, the world so vast and huge. You get like super excited. You're like, wow, there's all these things, and all these things I want to experience. You get a bit scared, a bit nervous of all the things. You can get a bit overwhelming, but at the same time, it's not about that. You gotta just gotta get excited. Like I, I, look at me now. I'm just getting excited talking. Like. Oh my god man, I've met so many great people, especially in the past year. It's actually made me like extremely excited and happy with my life. Cause not gonna lie, back in the day I was I was an angsty teenager, right? I was an angsty ass teenager. <laughs> but oh, oh oh great story time actually. You know, I I might actually forget the interview thing. Everyone knows I'm actually interviewing myself, right? Right? Okay, cool. It's just me recording twice. So when I was my angsty teenage years, I was like super not independent, super like nervous and shy. What I did was um, I, I went to video game tournaments, right, for Super Smash Brothers mainly for the Nintendo GameCube. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, it's one of the biggest things that happened in my life. I went under the tag of Syndocus, right? Syndicus, right? Actually, I played Smash 4 first, but that's not the point. Anyway, what happened was I had this goal that I wanted to achieve. I wanted to be good. I wanted to respect. I was like, bitch, it's time for me to be my anime character, you know? I'm going to be an anime character who, if I try hard enough, I'm going to win. I'm going to be like Naruto. Like, you guys all ignored me? Well, I'm going to be, be the best Hokage ever once. And it's actually kind of crazy. Um, in the next few years, I ended up getting power ranked in that game. And what that game taught me was things about life, not just the game. In that game, you just try to beat the other player by having more lives than him and reducing all of his lives. In short stuff, if anyone played Smash Bros. before, you know what I'm on about. But you learn that the people that play the game are more important than the actual game itself. You, the community of people you surround yourself with is more important than the thing the community is surrounded by, in my humble opinion. You learn that everyone has a life outside of what you know them as, but you can always just gather over a common interest. So I'm kind of trying to build this podcast to be a common interest where people get to talk about art in their life and just life in general and how they're constantly learning. So yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I fucking love Super Smash Brothers and Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. Oh my God, dude. If I had more time on my hands, I would just be playing that game nonstop. But I've just been so motivated to, like, work on my dreams. And I don't actually know what I want to do. I, like, I want to design custom. All I know, actually, is that I want to make wedding suits for my boys and a few wedding gowns for my girls. But I would love to have my own label or brand someday that's ethical and super unique. But wherever I end up, I just want to be, like, living a content life. You know, I could just be in a design firm and I'll be good. Anyway, I got a bit distracted there. So I'm going to go and head down to the Q&A section. So uh and now for our end of podcast Q&A section taken from the DMs from at Ambrose Apparel on Instagram. did you always know you were going to be a creative individual? Hey Adaj, thanks for your question. Um, To answer your question, no, I did not know I was always going to be a creative individual. It kind of was just how things planned out. Like, I think, I'll, especially during high school, when you're trying to find yourself and who you are and what you want to study, I was really confused on what I wanted to do. I was like pretty torn up between becoming a pro basketball player or pro super smash brothers melee player but then i realized both of those things are extremely difficult to do and melee i would make like no money from unless i was like the best in the world and basketball like i'm short i'm too short so what ended up happening was that throughout my subjects i would just choose ones that i would find interesting and Things that I'd want to learn. Although the thing was, it was hard to learn in the high school environment. I was always very distracted. But when it came to textiles, I actually found it very engaging. Because, like, you know, I just found it engaging. And from that engagement, I just kind of learned more. I think the main reason why I was engaged in the subject is because I was like, Yo, I can make something. Everything else, like, you couldn't really make something that you could wear or use functionally, although there was wood tick. I was just really bad at that. I also think it's funny. I was so engaged and focused in textiles class that I was in the class for the exact opposite reason most people would expect me to be there. People would always be like, "Hey man, are you in it just for the girls?" I'm like, "Nah, fuck the girls. I'm not. I'm not trying to flirt with any girls. I'm trying to learn." <laughs> anyway, thanks for your question. At Austin Farage asked, "What inspired you to pursue the fashion industry?" Hey Austin, thanks for your question. It's a long story, but I'll try to keep it a bit short and sweet for you. So, during school, I was just kind of learning about it, and I found it interesting. The thing was, is that I always found it more and more interesting the more that I learned. Because I realized that I actually just knew nothing about how clothes were manufactured or made, but I wore clothes every day. And so, I wanted to learn more, but the thing is, I kept learning more. And the more that I learned, the more I realized that I knew that I didn't know. And the more I realized that I could learn more. And this kind of cycle of learning more, I still found engaging still to this day. And it's led me to learning it more in university. And now it's going to lead me to pursuing this as my career, which I think is crazy. I think the main thing that made me consider that I could do this as a career was when I kind of spent my entire last year of high school not worrying about my ATAR, but more focused on my folio and creating a suit, which I would kind of keep on the down low until I wore it at graduation so people could be like, yo, you wore that suit? And I'm so proud of that suit that I made that it's kind of become an icon for my own personal branding and an icon design for what I can design. And it was hectic, but I'm really happy with that. Thanks for your question, Austin. At Florence underscore art underscore academy ask awesome. Nice page. Have you ever thought of learning art in Florence? Dude, if I could study abroad in Florence, Italy, like Italian made suits. Florence is beautiful. I've never been to Italy. My girlfriend's like a little bit Italian. I like Italian foods. I want to try authentic, more Italian foods. I think Italy is a beautiful place. I, I'm down. I'm down. Also, oh, big shout out to my girlfriend and my friend Chantel, and also my girlfriend's friend who I'm friends with, but not really friends with, but I would like to be friends with Blythe and oh my friend Smickland, who is going to Milan Design Week this year. They were chosen out of only six people in the entire University of LCI Melbourne to go to that design week. Although it is unfortunate. It has been delayed due to the coronavirus outbreak. So we don't actually know exactly what's happening. So we'll keep you in our prayers and hope that you guys can go to design week. Because you guys absolutely deserve it. At KJo Hirey asked, teach me how to pivot, young one. Aye, for those of you who don't know, pivoting is a uh, technique in Super Smash, Mother, Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. Where you move left then right or right to left really quickly in the middle of your dash dance animation there's a one frame where you're still so you just gotta go left to right i'll take you it later sometime i might not keep this in but i'll just If indeed you are not talking about pivoting in Super Smash Bros. Melee for the Nintendo GameCube and pivoting when sewing, the technique is pretty simple. So when you're sewing, you have your foot and your needle. So imagine you're making a 90 degree turn while you're sewing. So you want to sew down to a certain point, make sure that your needle is inside the fabric, lift the foot up, turn it 90 degrees, and sew. If you're talking about pivoting in basketball, well, um... You just got to like move one of your feet around in a 360 degree space but only one of your foot while the other one is planted. If you move the other foot it is a travel. At Monica Inez us. Do you have any tips for getting out of an art block? Hello Monica Inez. Um getting out of an art block I find is difficult and different for everyone. My best advice is to not get in one in the first place, but sometimes it's unavoidable. Now, I think it's very important to not burn out. That's a sure way to get an art block. If you keep trying to force yourself to make ideas, it's not going to happen. It's kind of the thing when it comes to an art block. You need an idea, but when you need an idea is when you don't generate one. So there are a couple of things that I recommend doing. Um, One thing I recommend doing is just by start by trying to replicate something you've already done and love or something by one of your favorite artists So when you do this, you're kind of doing it because you want to do it It'll get you back into that flow of arts things and getting your flow going Um, And it also reminds you why you like doing it. Another thing I also recommend is um, doing something really boring And just being bored for a bit. When you're bored, you actually have a lot of good creative ideas. It's kind of weird. But being bored is a good thing. I find that a lot of the time, we don't get bored anymore because we're on our phone. Because when we're on our phone, it's when we're bored. So we never have time to be bored and develop those crazy ideas. Like I think a great example of this is um, J.K. Rowling, when she came up with the idea for Harry Potter, was literally just on the train bored because the train wasn't moving. So yeah, uh, try one of that. And um, to get out of an art block, my other advice, I guess, is just to do something. It's anything. Anything should help you get through it. The only way to get things done is to get things done. But that's easier said than done, but it can be done. <laughs> anyway, good luck with getting out your art block if you're in one and anyone else is in an art block. I believe in you guys. You can do it. So that brings us to the end of the first ever podcast episode of Ambitious Art Students. Keep it live, locked, and loaded. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to that first episode of Ambitious Art Students. I wish it went a bit more smoothly. I'm not sure that the whole interview thing works. But leave any advice you can and keep supporting me by following me on Instagram at Ambrose Apparel. The next episode of Ambitious Art Students, we will have Chantal Williams from A Sun and Moon, the label. I'll see you then.